0: Hi friends, welcome back to a brand new episode of OK Now Breathe podcast. I'm Megan from OKNowBreathe.com, where I share stories about childhood trauma to help you heal your inner child so you can learn to love yourself once and for all. So last week's episode was very emotionally draining. And since I recorded that last week, I have just been in a mental funk. For the entirety of this last week. So, on my last episode, I shared stories about my mom's dad and how he was a sexual predator, or is a sexual predator, and how much feeling sexualized my, like, upbringing, how much that has affected me. And I wanted to share more about that today, so I'm sure this is going to be another very heavy episode of OK Now Breathe podcast, but I feel like talking through these thoughts and emotions with you is going to take my healing and your healing on a journey together and we can help heal each other and we can help heal together. Because in this past week, I've been doing so much reflecting about my thought processes, about things, that it's almost so eye-opening for me about how things in our childhood, in our adolescence, teenage years, our upbringing, how much it can affect us, and how much it can truly change, it feels like, on a DNA level. You know, it feels like it's in our bloodstream. When we have things that are traumatizing that happen to us, it's like, I don't believe that we can never recover, but we will never be the same people we were before. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, because if we take it as a bad thing, it's going to destroy our lives. You know, if we are grieving constantly who we were before the abuse happened, before the trauma happened, before the neglect happened, we are going to sink ourselves into a hole. And we need to rise through, rise up through the ashes. We are phoenixes. We will get burned. Bad things will happen to us that we do not deserve, that we never, ever, ever, ever deserve. But when we take that power in ourselves and overcome the hardships, the pain, the absolute bullshit that we've been through. I think there's some peace and healing that comes with that. You know, this, this inner power that we have. When we choose inner child healing, we choose ourselves. Finally. You know, I think a lot of us who grew up in emotionally abusive, physical, sexual, whatever... When we grow up in these houses, when we're raised by these parents or, you know, guardians, grandparents, whoever, when we take back our power, the little kid inside us looks up to us. They feel safe within us. And I think that's so much of the work I do on OK Now Breathe is to find that healing and strength inside ourselves because we hear this all the time that our trauma made us stronger. No, we did that. We need to give ourselves credit. Because the people who fucking destroyed us time and time again, who burned us time and time again, they don't deserve that credit. You know, them burning us, burning us alive. And some of them are really happy about that. And some of them take no responsibility, feel no guilt, no fault, no shame, none of that. And they can go to bed at night, happy and proud of themselves, for whatever reason. But when we say a big F you, stick up our middle fingers, and take back our power, that means everything. And I'm trying desperately to take back my power of constantly feeling sexualized as a kid, as a teenager, because my grandpa... (sighs) I don't necessarily want to go over all of it, but definitely check out episode twenty, um, this last episode, to get an idea of who this man is. But I wanted to talk more about like specific examples of how how deeply trauma and abuse and all that can play a role in our lives. And especially from feelings sexualized by my grandpa, by somebody who's supposed to make you feel safe and protected, but does the exact opposite. I grew up testing, testing the waters, trying to find proof, trying to find proof of who all the disgusting men are. And the thing is, I realized that the person who sexually abused me was a female. But somehow... The, uh, the abuse that affected me most was the one that wasn't actually physical sexual abuse. It was more verbal, more emotional sexual abuse. That impacted me more than the actual act of being sexually abused growing up. And to me, that just stems from abuse is abuse, trauma is trauma. And we, I don't think we get to put it in a box and say, this trauma is going to affect you more, or this trauma is worse than that trauma. No, we need to stop downplaying what happened to us. We need to take that power back. And a part of taking that power back is realizing just how much this bullshit affected us, affects us to this day. And I remember in, like, high school and into college and into um, my full-time job, my first full-time job, this is hard to talk about. This is hard for me to admit, but talking about what I talked about in last, last week's episode, it brought some realization to my heart, to my soul, that I would constantly look out for men older men who are going to be predators, who are going to look at me in in an inappropriate way, in a sexual way, or who was going to flirt with me, whatever it might be. I was constantly zoning in on men, waiting in my mind to be proved right, to be like, yeah, I can't trust any man. I can't trust any man because they're all sick perverted, predatorial men. And sometimes I would even kind of put on this more like giggly persona sometimes. Sometimes it would be, I'm uncomfortable, so I'm just going to laugh it off and just, you know, (laughs) I don't know. Try to use that as like a defense mechanism. So don't, I don't know. Just thinking about it, I don't, we need to stop doing that. As women, we need to stop fucking giggling and laughing when we're uncomfortable. And it's so sad because a lot of times we feel like we have to do that in order to protect ourselves. And I think that's what I was doing. And I need to not shame myself in this moment because right now all I want to do is shame myself in this moment and that's not okay. And I need to hold myself, like actually hold myself and put like a white light of protection around myself and be like, you are doing what you needed to do to survive, and right now, this is where the healing begins, because I realize within this past week and in this moment especially, that I haven't done much healing around this, because this stuff that happened with my grandpa and constantly feeling like, like I said, sexualized, it weaved itself into my relationship with my husband, and for the past eight years that we've been together, how hard it was, how hard it sometimes still is to be close and not have a panic attack after, and not shake and not feel like I'm losing myself, losing my sense of reality, to not panic, to not not view my husband in the same way as my grandpa. Because that's not it's not healthy. It's not fair. It's not normal. And guess what? It's completely not true. Because I know in my hearts of hearts, if my husband was anything like my grandpa, absolutely not. <laughs> I would have walked away eight years ago. Heck, I would have walked away nine years ago before we were even together, you know? Like, I would have been so far away. Because even if, like, I would test the waters with men. Okay, for example, I became the men's department lead at, um, a department store <laughs> at, um, in the clothing department, I was the men's lead. And when I first, okay, so back then there was the men's lead and the misses lead, like the women's department and the men's department, they were both, um, the, those positions were both opening up. And when one of my bosses asked, you know, like, if I wanted to take the position, I was hoping and praying for the Mrs. Department. And when they said it was going to be the men's department, my heart sank. Like, mind you, I didn't really want the job to begin with. And that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other trauma within itself. That I haven't worked there in years, but I still have dreams and flashbacks. It was a very traumatizing point in my life. And I just associate a lot of that with my work environment. That was overly stressful, overly anxiety, overly panic attack. Oh, because that was around the time that I was coming out about being sexually molested. And then, you know, fast forward and that's when my parents' divorce happened and all that stuff about eventually losing contact with my mom and all that all that bad stuff. When I got the position, I was, you know, I mean, a lot of like, say, wives shop for their husbands. They shop for their clothes because the department had like um, clothes and like accessories, like ties, and uh, what do you call it, like uh, packaged underwear and undershirts and all that stuff. And a lot of women would be buying that for their husbands. But when the men came in, and, like, you know, so I would have to sometimes, like, measure them for their dress shirt, for their dress shirt size. And, and there's times I had to measure for their pant size. And I, I get it probably wasn't anything. But to me, in this, in this shell that I was, like, I was this brittle shell that I automatically assumed the worst in every man that I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. And I just felt so uncomfortable, like, every day. But sometimes I would like put up the fact, I'm like, I could spot this man from a mile away. This guy just seems a little like, he seems sleazy. He seems gross. And then I would kind of play this check mark little little game. And after they would leave, I'd be like, yep, check, check, check. (laughs) A, B, C, D, E. Checks off all the boxes of a gross man. Let's put another tally in my brain. That this guy is the same like my grandpa. And truly, like, yeah, there's a big, big need for change when it comes to, like, misogyny and all that. So much needs to change about the, like, and I think a lot of it, a lot of this, like, macho man, this, like, territorial and, like, overly sexual men. I think a lot of that would would heal if they chose to heal their inner child or their selves. And the cycle just seems to be going to repeat itself if we don't heal ourselves for our children. Like, I'm not a mom yet, but I feel in my soul. Like, I feel on a soul level that my kids are around me. Like, I feel my kids' soul sometimes. And a big part of my healing that I started to go on this healing journey was for them. Because this is going to be emotional. I feel like I get emotional on every episode. Um, so much of the healing that I do, like, yes, I love little Megan. I love the little girl inside of me. And I wish I could do anything to protect her. Um, and I wish I could, you know, go back. But we can't go back and we can only go forward. And that's why I choose to do this work every single day. You know, that's why I show up on Instagram and TikTok and in my email list all the time. Because I'm showing up for the little girl inside me. And I'm showing up for the little kid inside you. And a big part of the healing was when I really recognized that I didn't want to pass the same things down to my kids. You know, the emotionally distant and, you know, like, I never even heard I love you growing up. I never really felt like my parents wanted to be around me or spend time with me growing up. But not even just that, but like, the arguing and the physical abuse that my mom would instill on us and just all these things that I recognized in my heart and in my soul that I never just, I get so scared. And I know I'm not going to be a perfect mom. And I know I'm going to lose my cool. But this is why I'm taking so much effort before me and my husband are ready to have kids. or moving towards that. Because the world, the world will heal. If we all took the time to heal ourselves and I feel like if you're not a parent or you don't want to be a parent, I think you need to find something within you that makes sense. And I think it should all start with like you want to heal the little hurt kid inside you. That's all that you know, that's all we deserve. I feel like every time I record an episode, there's so much healing in it, but there's so much It almost feels like a therapy session, you know, where it's like after you go to therapy, you're just so emotionally drained and you like, you know, after the, after you end the, end the session, you're like, whether you're doing like a online or you're going in person, you're just like, your brain is mush. (laughs) And if you go to therapy like once a, once a week, say you do, you go like every Tuesday or something. And you're just like, every Tuesday, you know, just after the session, just completely clear off your to-do list because you need self-care and you need hella self-care, like stat, (laughs) you know, like maybe these are the days to like order food, you know, order takeout or like just watch your favorite comfort movie or, you know, I don't know, because the time in between episodes that I record. Man, <laughs> sometimes I just, my brain feels like mush, and my brain just can't comprehend anything. <laughs> but I guess, like, maybe I'll leave this episode off with a journal prompt. Grab a notebook, or open a Google Doc, or I don't know, whatever you use to write. Maybe a, a, the, a note app in your phone or something start digging deep start really digging deep and i know you might not be able to dig that deep at the beginning especially if you're at the beginning stages of your healing journey cuz i'm sure there's a lot left to uncover and that's scary and i think that postpones healing when you know there's things deeper but you don't you're not ready you're not ready to go there and that's why i always recommend when it comes to going on your inner high, inner, <laughs> inner high, <laughs> inner child healing journey, that you have a support system. And so I truly wish I had a bigger support system. That's something that I miss in life. But guess what? Due to trauma, I push people away because that's a whole other topic for another day. Maybe I'll talk about that next in a future episode that like literally, and I mean this with every fiber of my being, there's no possible way that people care about what I have to say or they care about me or that they could love me or that I make a positive difference in their life. Like I genuinely don't believe it. (laughs) I don't even know why I'm saying this because obviously I'm still showing up. I'm still showing up. For you, for people like you, you know, on my Instagram, my TikTok, um, I'm at Okay Now Breathe on every social media platform. But a lot of times, I feel like I'm talking to nobody. <laughs> but I still do it. I still do it because I think maybe there's a a part deep inside of me that feels like I'm actually making a difference. Man, this is going a lot <laughs> a lot of ways. Like I said this past week has been weird. It's been hard. I've been very vulnerable, very, very unsure of myself, feeling very sad. And that, that is part of the process. That is part of the healing journey. Healing is not linear. And I think if you go into your journey and take your steps in your journey, knowing that healing is not linear, it makes it so much easier and you put way less blame on yourself for feeling that you should be further along or whatever. But I think I'm talking, and it's getting me (laughs) brain mush, (laughs) brain mush. Because like I said, this is almost like my own therapy session that I hope it touches your life. I hope something that I say resonates. And then I hope a part of it heals a part of you that you didn't know needed healing and I thank you so much from the bottom of my absolute heart that you took time out of your day to listen to me talk about something I'm so passionate about which is inner child healing and how self-aware I am about my trauma and how everything affects us and talking about the trauma and digging deep To release that pain and that trauma. I hope me talking about this can help you. I really, really hope you join me in my next episode of OK Now Breathe podcast. And I hope you'll meet me on any of my social medias, especially Instagram or TikTok. I'm really active on there at OK Now Breathe. And I thank you so much again. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.